Yeah. There you are. <laughs> check, check, check. All right, cool. All right, so it's cool if I do this on my Twitch? Yeah, absolutely. That way we could promote you all, too. Maybe we got some people out there your way. Absolutely. All right, cool. All right, I'm on. <laughs> You're on. How you doing, sir? Uh, You know, I'm actually doing good. I've already been online hanging out with fans and everything and uh, trying to hit this gym in a second, but I got a bad shoulder. I'm trying to – I got to rehab. I go into therapy later, so hopefully it doesn't mess up with my drumming too much, you know? <laughs> That's, I guess, bad shoulders and drumming, not, not a good combination. No, no, I'm kind of scared to be honest, but uh, I've, I'll work through it, figure it mm -hmm. out. Awesome. Well, uh, first I'll ask you in, in this day and age of the pandemic and COVID, how are you and your family doing? Everybody happy and safe? And um, in my immediate family, yes. Uh, within my extended family, for the most part, yes. Def we've definitely had a couple family members have it. Uh, one of my best friends did have the virus and he was hospitalized for a bit um you know i'm from el paso it got hit pretty hard a couple months ago um so it, you know it's just it's like anybody man we're all kind of dealing with it and it and it sucks you know but within my immediate and extended family pretty much everyone's been been safe even if they've had it so That's, can't uh... can't complain too too much if uh, you're alive you know yeah, that's good. That's good to hear. So how, I mean, I guess uh, recording a new record, how you've been filling your time with uh, being uh, not able to tour and, and being in the lockdown? Honestly, like that's why I asked you before I came on if I could do Twitch, because this has been mm -hmm. our main thing, Craig or Singer uh, and myself, we we love doing this. Like it's, it's really cool, man. You just hang out with fans and, you know, sometimes it's just talking and, and basically they get to ask me questions and we interview and I ask them questions and try to rank top tens of things. And a lot of <laughs> times it's just uh, playing video games with them and getting to kind of hang out and doing basically this Twitch has kind of turned into our virtual merch store as well. So they get to get mm -hmm. all the cool items with the shirts and the sign stuff and everything. So Twitch has been taking up, you know, almost all of my time outside of trying to, you know deal with my wife working and me trying to do this and my four-year-old twin daughters just destroying my house constantly <laughs> that pretty much fills my day you know awesome well you got the new record uh chemical warfare it's april 16th correct uh i i think so autumn's on here maybe she could answer it was supposed to be february i think it's yeah. april 16th i think it's yeah uh, well, uh, talk to me about recording this record and, uh, you, you kind of like slow rolled a couple songs here and there out there, but, uh, talk to me about recording and, uh, what we can expect from, uh, this escape the fake record. Honestly, um, the recording process itself was insanely fast and, but slightly chaotic. Cause it was, we went in for like two weeks and then a couple more weeks, uh, in, in March, we started in December, 2019. And then with the pandemic, it kind of changed things, right? So they, mm -hmm. after the tour uh, we did last year, there was a couple more weeks of uh, some additional songs, but it flew by really quick. Everything else was sort of just production and, um, you know, the songwriting and everything was there. And, and Thrasher really, uh, our guitar player, took the lead on it all, man. And he just sort of just really, I don't know, he's becoming a great producer. He's working with Travis Barker, who's featured on our album so we got travis barker and we got Lindsay sterling uh gnarly violinist uh mm -hmm. insane maybe you've heard her song shatter me with lizzie hale and yeah it's 
it was crazy. It was, it's really was about putting down our guard, putting down our egos and sort of listening to each mm -hmm. other and trying to come up with the best work of art, as opposed to like last album was fighting for our own individual pieces to be featured <laughs> on the album. This was like, all right, we got the producer. Let's, let's listen a little bit, you know, cause we know we've had success with him before. So let's, let's go back and listen. And he's, he's killing it with all these other artists. So let's try to throw every bit of formula we've ever had out the window and try mm -hmm. some shit. You know what I mean? Let's just try, see what happens. And so we have some tracks that are, that are kind of different for us, you know, and it's, I don't know, it's a weird journey. I think as a complete album, it's going to be really cool. Maybe there's no individual song that stands out as like, damn, that's, that's Hey Jude or, you know what I mean? Like we, yeah. it's, but as a collective, it's a lot of great songs and um, it's, it's interesting, man. It's definitely different. <laughs> uh, looking forward this. to, uh, to hearing it. Uh, you mentioned Lindsey Sterling and uh, Travis Barker. I was going to ask how did they, uh, you know, how did you get them on the record? How did that all uh, become? But you said Travis Barker and, uh, uh producer you know already had a relationship yeah 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 so john fellman produced the record and he was uh he's produced the the most recent blink 182 records so they have a, a relationship and pretty much travis barker's kind of his in-house session drummer guy so gotcha. travis is probably on a lot more records than anyone even realizes and he just he i walked in i saw his drum kit there and i said dude we need to get him on some tracks that's that's how it worked and he said i'll try and so yeah he that's that's kind of how it went it's so weird because all these fans are asking these questions too and that was uh <laughs> and, and with lindsey sterling i'd actually wrote this song a few years ago uh it should have been on and like our not last album but the album before it wow. wow um yeah i was like after my grandfather had passed away and stuff i wrote this sort of acoustic ballady type thing and uh, i i was like i that's when her song uh with lizzie hale was popping off i was like that's who i need on this track i need that violin girl i didn't really know anything about her and then i started to really love her music and we tried on the next album i was too nervous to get it on that album the next album i got <laughs> it on there and we tried and she was down for it but just schedules didn't work out and so you know that song went out anyway but then this next album everything sort of aligned itself you know she I, no one's touring so she was like yeah i'll come do it and it was mm -hmm. really cool man and i've said it a million times now but she's the sweetest person i've ever met dude and it's really cool to get someone else's perspective and for her too to go into something that's like really rock and heavy i i wanted her for like this somber very melodic ballad and she was like we're gonna put her on a heavy track like what oh, but okay let's see how it goes <laughs> but she was super awesome man sweetest girl i've ever met literally the nicest person of all time like i nice. think it's a contest maybe tom hanks but you like know <laughs> i've never met him but you're assuming he's a nice guy <laughs> yeah, um cool. well the uh the, the new the new uh, the song with Lindsay sterling getting some airplay here in atlantic city new jersey we're enjoying it so uh congratulations on that um you know, as we're moving further into 2021, you obviously have the record and normally uh, the band will go out on the road and, and promote it. What do you think touring is going to look like as we, you know, move to a little bit more uh, no normal lifestyle uh, as time goes on? I mean, that's that's the trillion dollar question, isn't it? That everyone's wondering. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know, man. 
honestly, I don't know. It's, it's really hard to say. And it's not like sporting events where you could kind of have ticketed, I guess, social distancing and whatever. I don't know. But for us, especially a band, you know, at our size and the, the types of clubs we play and everything it's, and, and the type of, you know, energy that, that happens when we're playing a show it's about sometimes having the mosh pit it's about like the closeness and all of that and mm-hmm. i mean not to say i don't want it to feel like it's it's not that but because we've done a virtual show and we're planning on doing another one but i i man i really want it to just be like a normal show and i have mm-hmm. no idea when that happens uh what it'll be like when that time comes maybe just wear masks for the time being i don't know maybe the who knows it's the same for everybody dude we we really just are kind of playing it by ear too so in the interim we're trying to fill the void as much as we can by hanging out online with fans and trying to do as much cool stuff as we can and the opportunities for them to at least talk with us and everything and and that's what we're planning trying to make it super interactive but yeah I would love to be on a stage, play a show, and rock these new songs. But I don't know, man. Your guess is as good as mine. What, what do you think, <laughs> honestly? I don't know. I mean, here in Jersey, they just uh, allowed, like, venues up to 5,000 with social distancing being 10%. And then uh, or outdoors. I forget the exact numbers. But I'm like, I don't know how this is going to really work out. Because once you're in there, it's going to be hard to police it. Um, you know, like you said, you know, with your fans and a lot of bands, like, you know, once you get in there and you're into the music, good luck keeping people social distanced. Uh, you know, when they're like a track, they want to, you know, start rocking out to. So I, I don't know. I I hope, I I hope what doesn't happen is we rush into it and then it has to be pulled back. Um, you know, with this anticipation, let's make sure everybody is going to be safe, you know, from the promoter to the band, to staff, to the concert goers. Yeah, but I would, you know, I went to one of the drive-in shows and it was kind of cool because I was, you know, just tailgating outdoors with some friends and like the show came to me, you know, yeah, and I'm like, all right, I drinking my free beer. <laughs> now, it and was, it, now, just because I, I was confused with it, right? I know Metallica mm-hmm. did one. So there was a drive-in show. It was playing on the screen, right? It wasn't no, like, no, no, I no, the band, band there, was there. So- so we were in Philly with Smith and Myers from Shinedown. They were doing an acoustic thing. And uh, it was weird because we're in the parking lot of where the Philadelphia Phillies play and the game's going on inside the stadium. But of course they have no fans. So there's nobody in the wow. parking lot. So we're all lining up for the show. And uh, they had a comedian on that didn't go very well. didn't go over very well. It's like, they're, they're waiting <laughs> for the music. And uh, they came out and performed and you were able to, you know, they didn't, the stage wasn't amped up. I don't think so. Uh, you had to tune into a, a stage, a, like a radio station, a frequency. And some people had like these giant radios in their back car blasting throughout the parking lot. And they just played an acoustic set. And it was, it was fun to the, you know, where, you know, they came out to us instead of us going into the venue. But I do miss that show with, you know, lights and, and it yeah, just, yeah. yeah, there's that feel. And I'm sure as a, um, as a band you missed that too i'm sure this is the longest you've been home straight through for a very long time yeah well I, i'm definitely not missing having to be away for so long from my family but you know yeah. that comes with the territory but yeah i honestly like all it's weird because i'll get just like random I, even like a smell or something and it'll just be like all of a sudden i just thinking about oh that venue in nebraska like oh shit mm-hmm. like oh man i missed playing a show like <laughs> damn this would be cool if i could just rock this song and just the camaraderie with the guys and we're we're family so we fight like mm-hmm. brothers right but 
at the end of the day, once we get on stage, it, it comes together and it, and it feels great. And there's just a, a weirdness to it all. And, you know, it, it just, it does give you some time to appreciate like exactly what, um, you know, what, what life was like before. Cause I thought we were already pretty distant by being on our phones. Now, yeah. now it's like, nah, <laughs> there's other levels to it of isolation, you know? And, yeah, it's just a simple thing. So I, I can't wait for that to happen, you know, and, but, it, you know, it's a blessing in some ways, just that I got to learn this whole new platform and medium of being able to communicate with people and, and try different things and maybe just refresh ourselves and, you know, stay home and, and kind of get our, our marbles back in order because touring does yeah you know, do a lot to you mentally. Um, and so now it's cool that we got to all kind of decompress. We had been talking about the possible hiatus or whatever and all these things, but now it's sort of a forced upon us type of hiatus. And, yeah. you know, it's, so you got to take the good with the good and the bad with the bad. And to me, this, the bad can kind of be a blessing at times, you know? Yeah. I mean, it definitely opened up a new way to communicate with your, with uh, your listeners, I've seen a lot of artists, whether it's virtual concerts or virtual meet and greets or like you're, you're, you're doing different social media platforms. That's like the only positive. It's, it's like a new experience to, to connect with your favorite bands and, and have these experiences. Um, outside of that, nothing positive about it at all. No. Um, but uh, we're going to have a ton of new music. I've, I've talked to a lot of artists because all they've been able to do is be home and record new music and write new music. So uh, 2021 is going to continue to flood uh us with new music you got the new record chemical warfare april 16th we're playing invincible here on wmgm in atlantic city and uh yeah i i thank you for taking some time sir i know you got busy dad i want you to get that soldier uh shoulder repaired and uh we'll hopefully see you uh see you on the road soon oh dude totally and thanks for playing us man you know we don't go to atlantic city enough i Actually, I think we've been there like twice ever, once with Buck Cherry, and I, I would yeah. love to go back. So now we have to, right? And maybe we'll do something in studio with you guys. Absolutely. We lost our little house of blues here years and years ago, and that's where a band like you, Buck Cherry, and all those bands would come. So we still get some uh, some rock shows in here, but we, 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 we got to find a venue to fit uh, that niche, and the house of blues closed on us. So hopefully we'll find that soon. Ah, you will. You got time now. Yes. <laughs> Sir, All thank right, you brother. so much for your time. You be good, and uh, we'll see you soon. For sure. Thank you. Take care. Peace.